Excuse me, missus, can you please help? There's been a terrible accident. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good quote. That's a good Don't quote. Don't talk to him. Get out of here, Alex. Welcome to the yeah, science now. fiction rating system <laughs> with me, Chris, and Sam. I'm not letting you in. And Alex. They're in there, but they won't let me in. No, we're not going to let you. You don't want to do the the old ultra violence with me, unfortunately. None of the in out, in out. No way. (laughs) And uh, this week we're talking um, a Clockwork Orange by Stanley Kubrick, which um, is one of the classics. I think we could all agree on that before we start. Well, Uh, it's classic, classic because it wasn't available, isn't it? Infamous is the word, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, infamous. Yeah, it was available by the time we were kicking, no, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Well, no, um, not until Kubrick died. It, mm. Kubrick withdrew it in the late seventies after the copycat killing, and then it was only after he died. I think it was two thousand when the DVD came out. Was when it was first readily available. Mm. Um, you could see it. I think there were ways to see it. A mm. cinema got shut down for showing it. Yeah, uh, but yes, in terms of our exposure to it, I think yeah. the reason it is so big for people our age is because it was this famous band thing that was then suddenly, wasn't banned actually, but it was then available, you know. Yeah. So. It, it was banned in other countries. Yeah. yeah. It was banned in Ireland until yeah. 99. Mm. It was banned for 30 years in Singapore. Yeah. Uh, South Africa banned it. Uh, mm. You could only get it in 1984. Mm. Uh, South Korea and... Alberta and Nova Scotia in Canada banned mm. it, mm. Uh, which is a bit weird. Uh, Brazil banned it uh, under the military dictatorship until '78, when the film was released uh, in a version with black polka dots covering the genitals and breasts of the actors in the nude scenes. Mm. So, uh, yeah, look for the black polka dot edition. I'm sure yeah. the uh, Snyder fans <laughs> are screaming for the uh, black polka dot the, edit. Is that the version we all watched? Yeah, yeah. Ha- hashtag, watched, uh, hashtag restore the polka dots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched yeah. that polka dot version. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. You've not experienced clockwork without the polka, yeah, polka dots. Yeah, and, well. and a Brazilian dub. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it had some controversy, we could say. Mm. Yes. Um, all, yeah. all before we were born, probably just before. Yeah. Um, and um, I remember. Isn't that old? Is he? No, I'm not that old. Seventy-one. This came out. Yeah, yeah, I was no. born seven years later. But I mean, the controversy <laughs> lasted for about ten years. Yeah, true. And we were born yeah. in the eighties. Okay. And then, um, yeah. So you guys saw this as, as soon as you could when you were young, did you? Or I think I did it? actually. I definitely saw it quite young. I mean, like you say, it was kind of a fetishized film because it mm. was controversial. Mm. Uh, yeah. It's not. I mean, it's funny, isn't it? Because. I lumped this in with the famous, like, the uh, video nasties of, like, the, yeah. that kind of... But they were actually banned by yeah, the, yeah, yeah. by censors. Whereas, like you say, this was... The kind of banning of this is a lot more weirdly convoluted and it's just to do with Kubrick withdrawing the film himself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is that... I can't think... Is there another example of someone doing that? Where they, they've they just done... People take their names off films because they hate, yeah. like, they... But I don't know about withdrawing them entirely. I mean, you can't imagine many people have got the power to do it, really. Yeah, is like, it because he, like, produced it himself? Is that why he could do that? He did the I screenplay mean, as well. But, I mean, the fact that as soon as he died, they put it out, makes you think that perhaps they could have done it while he was living, you know? Because it's mm. literally like he dies in 99, it's released six months later. So Because it... 
like you said, Chris said, like Chris said, there were copycat killings that were like directly said. Yeah, I was inspired mm. by this, but also yeah. I read as well that he, him, and his family got death threats about right. like what. But then I don't know what they mean by death threats. Death threats like your film is so disgusting, we're going to kill you, or mm. oh, I love your film, I'm going to kill you. Like what? <laughs> what? What? Like what were they like? Are either good? Yeah, no, no, neither are good. But I'm just at least people are watching. That, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Any audience is a good audience. Yeah. Um, and it could have been because, like, when he died, like Eyes Wide Shut came out, and that had like lackluster sort of <laughs> uh, reviews. So they just stuck this out again, and were like, "Yeah, but remember this." Yeah. I mean, I, I know that it, it, the, the initial release of it was like really bad, and everyone hated it. I think it was in a yeah. box set, and they released it again, and then and again they keep releasing it because they didn't couldn't. People weren't happy with it, but uh, mm, yeah, mm. it was in a cardboard sleeve, wasn't it? The one that was, yeah, yeah. The, the big one everyone had. Mm. Yeah, it's um, but like you say, I mean, I can't imagine. Surely, if someone invested in this and then they didn't see their investment, like someone, there's got to be a production company or someone you know, got like, stung. Yeah, someone's going to have lost all the money that would have got from just general cinema viewing. Even if it was well, it wasn't drawn that quickly though. Mm, okay. It had, it had a cinema run. It's only so do you think born, it, it bombed it was, anyway? So I don't know like, what budgets were back then, but I don't know if it was massive for the time. Yeah. 2.2 million. It made 26.6 million in North America, so it made mm. its money back. Mm. But I'm sure it wasn't banned until like 78, was it? Something like it was a lot. Yeah, maybe. The withdrawal. Um, here we go. It was passed uncut in cinemas. Uh, the film was withdrawn from British release in 1973, the request of Kubrick. So, they, so there were two years of it in cinemas, mm. basically. Before oh, okay. it was. So they, so got, they, the, yeah, they, got, they the, got their money, yeah. Yeah. Money. yeah. So it's we're having a discussion whether this is even sci-fi, but I <laughs> probably think it is. It's a dystopian um, vision of the future. We're not watched, yeah. We're not told when it is. We're or probably where it is. thinking it's probably about. Turn of the century, maybe two thousand, something like that. Um, he drives a ninety, a car which is called a Durango ninety five, which is probably suggesting that that's a classic. Yeah, true. Car made in ninety five. Yeah, true. true. Um, and it, we, it's probably in our past now, right? Yeah. Do you say yeah. something like that? Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's set in. Um, the Thamesmead estate primarily and lots of other London locations. I was, I was only driving around there recently, in fact. That, what a shithole. Around that Have area. You, it's a crazy Logan place. punch you and kick you into the yeah. lake? <laughs> no, he didn't. But, Put a little switchblade out. And <laughs> it, it, it's weird because it's not that far away and the, and because it was all new build, the roads are huge. So you, yeah. if you're driving around there, it's, it's ridiculous. going to friend, it's like you a friend. You're just, like on a motorway, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, it's brilliant. You could proper like <laughs> proper drive around there. It's great. Um, it's like the vision yeah. of the future went wrong. But oh, there's yes. no like public transport down there. No, no, it's really separated. It's they've really got, odd. Yeah, it they've got these wrong. massive like sewage plants and yeah. like these massive buildings which like store, I think, data or something. Maybe. But it's like the recycle plant is down there as there well. There is a like cycle the, plant. This yeah. huge building with like pipes and stuff. It's like something out of Blade Runner. Yeah, it's massive, and I yeah. don't know what it does. I think Just it burns roads. stuff. Yeah, and then it's like. It's like in SimCity where you put all your shit in one area. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. that's where the Thamesmead estate is. Um, <laughs> and it's like, yeah. it's listed now. They can't knock it down. But actually, I do like the, you know, I like the brutalism. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Um, 
Featured, uh, I wouldn't live in it, but no. <laughs> yeah. Featured featured very well in Misfits. Do you ever watch that TV series? No. Channel no. Four. It's it's a good series about superheroes, basically. But they they're all on um, like doing community service, and they're where they're where they go to every day to do their community service is on is by the water in that bit. So a lot of that, a lot mm. of Misfits is set in that in that same estate. Mm. Yeah, it's used a lot for filming still yeah. to this day. Yeah, didn't um, he do? Didn't Kubrick use Thamesmead for the Vietnam scenes in uh, what's it as well? In um, maybe, maybe Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket. I think he did. Uh, I mean, they built a lot of stuff in Austria as well. Um, but yeah, I think that, yeah they built a whole. I think for that, yeah, they built somewhere in London. They built a whole sort of Vietnam man, Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So we open up on like a close-up of Alex's face, which is it the first outing of Malcolm McDowell? Yeah. It's yeah. an early, very early Malcolm McDowell, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think is it his first film? No, it's not. No, sorry. No. Been a few credits before it. And um, we get, the, we, we've immediately shown that he's into classical music with the, you know, there's classical mu- music throughout. And he's also the narrator of the film. Mm. And, uh, that I always remembered watching. So you, I remember when I used to watch this film, I'd, I'd watched it when I was young. For some reason, I only remembered like the first half of this film and, and all the scenes, and I must have turned it off or gone away or something. But <laughs> I think as There's soon as... It, for that though, isn't there? The first yeah. half of this film is much better than the second half yes. of the film, I think. Um, yeah. Personally. Mm. Uh, I just couldn't, I just didn't uh, recollect anything in the second half for some reason. No, um, not even the... You must yeah, I think that's like where I could switched off, right. like the prison onwards. Yeah. It's, um, def- it's a definite film of three. It's three parts, isn't it? Yes, yeah. definitely. And the, well, the first uh, part is the most famous part. Oh, the, there's the, the book, book which I read yesterday. Uh, is in three parts, so you're correct. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <That's>, you. <laughs> uh, that all checks out from our literary department. Yeah. I'll be checking it out throughout. <laughs> Uh, in the back, it's actually the reason I've got it. It's got a, a glossary in the back oh, of all yeah, the three words. Oh, yeah, brilliant! Uh, that. It's yeah. pretty useful. Is it but the same as what's in the film? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't can, that a later edition because the people didn't the original one didn't have it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, people couldn't yeah. understand the book at all. Yeah. So throughout, there's this sort of Cockney quick, rhyming slang. We should have done a quiz. Yeah, do you want a quick quiz? Go for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll sprinkle them throughout, shall I? So let's have one each now. Chris, if I was to say to you, um, take a look at my crovy, what would I be saying? Hat. No, blood. Oh. I mean, the sense of the game was a bit bad there, wasn't it? Um, Alex, would you like a piece of Cleb? Cleb. <laughs> uh, toast? Bread. Oh, bread, okay. Yeah. 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 That's it so there's this very colourful slang throughout the film, which mm-hmm. I love. I don't know what yeah. you guys think. I mean, I, no, it's I, very good. I don't um, like it. I think no. it's. I <laughs> like it because it's a bit. It's the same as like in Alphaville, where simply changing the language mm. makes you feel like you're in this other world. Yeah, mm. and I mean, I, it actually, is, <clears throat> it's difficult. You have to get behind yeah. it, mm. but I think it, it instantly it instantly makes you go, "Oh wow, we're not, we're not." This might look like humans mm. or this might look like earth or might look like thames me but we're not mm. in that place anymore I, I do like some of it i don't like things <laughs> like eggy wag things like that yeah. that kind of, kind of annoys me i don't know why but also i think 
the, the language isn't the problem for me. The problem for me is Malcolm McDowell. I just I just don't think he can act. Oh. I think he's terrible. And so his he and his stupid voice he does that is tied up in the language for me. I think because in the book I actually really enjoyed the language. So I think it's more Malcolm McDowell's my problem, not the actual. Language. Oh, that's interesting. We were only going on about how great he was in Time After Time, and now you're <laughs> you're saying you're not, well, not you, a fan. Do you, what do you think he's good in this? I think there's something innately that I don't believe about it. Yeah. But I don't yeah. know whether that's the character yeah, and we're supposed to be little, not... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a shitty character. Uh, it's, it's difficult because I was do trying think to... He, do you not think he, you can... It's like an EastEnders episode, the way he's sort of like reading the script. You can just, you can see the script. Well, it's stylized, and there's a lot of yeah, characters in yeah. it which are stylized, like the doctor psychiatric guy. Yeah, you know, yeah, the guy who's yeah, looking yeah. after him, the way he talks. Yeah, yeah, but it, I don't know. I just they seem more. Yes, better yes. Do, yeah, he's really good. I love him. He's great. <laughs> he's like a sitcom character, but I don't know. I just think about Malcolm Dowd. I, I just like the the idea. They've made a decision. They've just like read this, read the script, and he's gone. Okay, we need to make this mental. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I read. I did read that. You know, the guy at the end in the wheelchair. Mm. You know, and he got his performance is very different at the end, isn't he? Because he's really over the top. Mm. But yeah. I think he actually, during some of the scenes, was going to like Malcolm McDowell, like, oh, I think I'm being a bit ridiculous. Like, are you sure this is what he wants? Like, what Kubrick wants? And Malcolm McDowell's like, yeah, no, just do more of it. Like, this perfect, just keep going. And, and like, Stanley Kubrick, like, really liked him being, because he was the, the actor was just like, I, I think I'm being like, this is too much. Like, are you sure you want me to do this? Uh, but yeah, I think, I think. I think my problem with this film is that it's a little bit like I always saw this film as being really good because it's an, an it's an exercise in audience manipulation and kind of untrustworthy narrators, isn't it? It's it's a mm. we, we, we're presented with this person who's vile and then he goes through this horrible thing and we actually, as an audience, start to feel a bit sorry for this character. And then actually it flips all back around the other way again by the end and mm. he's back to being vile. And I kind of, I think that's clever, but I don't know if maybe Kubrick spent too much time making that work and not enough time making it a convincing story. I think it's become more pertinent as time's gone on because I think nowadays, and it comes around in the news a lot, there's a lot more ways to like, like work the system now. Yeah, and people yeah. are like accused of working the system in various different ways. It's like, oh, they're they're working it for yeah. this. They're working it, you know. They're not really disabled, yeah. and they're not really think. And it's like there's these little narratives that you get now, which I don't think he was even thinking about. But it's no. obviously like a bureaucracy gone mad, and I think we're kind of going in that direction anyway. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's it, yeah. He's he's a product of the system, but you're right. He's also he knows he's a very manipulative character. He knows what to say, who to, yeah. you know, cause like, like that cat, like the, the guy that says, yes, he's almost like flirts with that bloke. And, yeah, yeah. you know, he's almost like being like a bit like, Oh, I'm innocent, yeah, you know, yeah. just cause he's, his, um, he obviously has sway over whether he goes back to like yeah, the yeah, yeah. center and stuff like that. Yeah. He's a, I was watching like one of these like 24 hours in, in police custody last night and it was the same. Yeah. It's like, it was really amazing. <clears throat> there was a guy who was like one man crime wave and yeah. I don't and I just don't it's really interesting to think how do you even fix that 
in a society yeah. how does society fix that and obviously there's something else going on here like in the upper levels you get like the minister coming down you yeah. feel that there's something going on uh in the wider world like politically yeah, yeah. Well, was that one throwaway line isn't there about mm. how he says that the prisons are getting crowded up and we need the space for political yes yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. which is expand on but interesting yeah. um but i mean this comments on you know anti-social youth um theft yeah (laughs) on his wikipedia he goes alex's interests include classical music committing rape (laughs) 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 and theft termed as ultraviolence which i think is one of the my favorite uh terms ultraviolence i'd completely forgotten about it yeah i'm gonna think i'm gonna incorporate a few of these uh, terms into my everyday lingo now it's it's a great (laughs) song by uh new order as well <laughs> yeah. So That's basically, this film like everything is ripped off, isn't it? Every line, yes. every sentence, like, yeah. like Heaven Seventeen yeah. on the charts, yeah. things like that. Yeah. Loco, everything yeah. is something else in the Clockwork Orange. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's hard to imagine a time where what you're watching was new. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do remember the. Oh, did you go to the uh, exhibition, the Kubrick exhibition? It's a travelling exhibition, goes around the world. It was in London all of last uh, two years ago at the Design Museum. No. Excellent. I, no, went, about I three, went about three times. It was great. Just all the props and the it shows the whole production process of how what it took to make a film like this in the seventies. And it like literally shows like handwritten letters by the producer, like going like how back then if you wanted to make something, you had to post something to someone. And then <laughs> they even have like this the ledgers of like you know, before Excel spreadsheets, it was literally yeah. a handmade Excel spreadsheet where they'd move all the dates around for the shoot. <laughs> it must have been a nightmare. Um, but yeah, they had the car there, which was very cool. Oh, wow. Uh, it is a cool had, car. I like yeah, the car. Uh, the, the, I think the design of the poster was, was a uh, famous designer as well. I can't remember now off the top of my head. Yeah. With um, the triangle. Triangle. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and then the... Just opening scene where they're in the milk bar, the the tables, which were the white ladies. Yeah. Um, Legs akimbo. It's nice Legs design. Akimbo. It does look, it looks good. It's a lot of, uh, and it feels like it's a, it's not really, a lot of them is, um, look, feels like locations rather than sets mm. in this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, <clears throat> like, if they were to make this now, it would be so hyper, like yeah. smart, you know, yeah. it'd have all that design work up to the same level, but there'd also be a, like a smartness to it. Like in that yeah. opening scene where it's pulling out, it's like, I was like, I just remembered it is a lot smarter, but then you can actually like see down the edges of things and how something's not quite lined up or there's a plug socket or there's a, mm. and it's like, it's the, it's the way like, you remember like how sitcoms used to have a few shots of the garden location to film them and the quality would go down at the, at the sitcom. <laughs> like, like his dad's army yeah. went outside rather than in the studio <laughs> and you'd, you'd get this sort of look there. So that's sort of a British sort of Yeah, it's very, look, very British. Yeah. yeah. Which I think I, I really love it, but I, I, I love that. I love the, the backgrounds and the aesthetic of it and the buildings and the, the Thames being and all that sort of stuff. Mm. I don't like the look of what they're wearing at all. I don't like the look of... No. I know it's meant to be grotesque, but it's just... I just, I don't know, I just don't like super it. Super iconic, though, isn't it? Like, becomes super is, iconic. I just, I just don't like it. I know you're not, mm. not meant to like it, either, mm. but I just find it quite, I don't know. So not, the, not des- the costume designer on that, that was her first job, and she now does, like, oh, what does she do now? Oh, 
some it's like she does the Marvel movies or something. Like she's oh, like oh, the oh, biggest right. costume designer. Oh. It might yeah. Uh, I have to have to look that up. But she, basically, she's she's the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, Alex and his droogs, you get to see the, uh, basically a, a delinquent gang running riot around London, killing people. Um, I love when they drive out to the country and they're on their car. It's actually quite a funny film. I don't know what the book's like. I think the book's described more as a comedy than a, a dark black comedy than a... Yeah. I think when uh, the stuff I read that they, when they were filming this, they were all under the impression they were making a black comedy. They never, yeah. it was, it was played... They were playing it as a black or a dark comedy. They weren't making it as a serious social satire or something. I mean, there's elements are there, but I think they were, you know, the the comedy elements were being emphasized to them, which is mm. it's a hard sell because it's it's a pretty brutal. Okay, so the costume film. designer now does all of Wed Anders and stuff. That makes uh, that makes sense, right? That makes okay. sense. Yeah, yeah, not Marvel. Don't know why I came up with that. I think but, it yeah. definitely is a comedy. But yeah. like I say, like I think you're right, it's been played for comedy, but it is that juxtaposition of that with the, the rape and stuff. <clears throat> um, yeah, there's just like really funny scenes in my mind that I always remember, like when they're in the car and they're just like razzing down the the yeah. the lane and they're all like, ah! <laughs> like yeah. for me, that there's just something like really funny about that. Like, yeah, just, I don't know what it is. It's just like it's just something about this complete mental. Like it looks really boys as well. In quite boys a good... will play. Yeah, there's yeah. It's something a little bit cartoony about it, which is yeah. quite funny. yeah. And, yeah. and the way the, show, the shots of the other cars going off the road is so yeah. dramatic, isn't it? Like they go into like sheds that explode <laughs> and things like that. It's, yeah, it's like wacky races type thing. Yeah, it is. Uh, um, yeah, so they they attack a couple. They they always travel out to the country. It seems to do their ultra yeah. violence. Uh, they attack a couple, um, and uh, he always wears this like penis knob thing on his on his face, yeah. which is kind of. Yeah. Um, this is the bit. This is the bit that I like. Remember. Yes, this is the bit the, I remember. The, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The ball yeah. and the, the and know, he's the singing in the rain. Yeah, yeah, sing- yeah, yeah. Um, which it's is one of those things though, where like you remember it worse than it is, don't you? Like it cuts away a lot faster than I remember. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's true. You don't yeah. really see anything, do you? Really, no. Like, no. no. Bit of kicking, but mm. like in my head, it's a brutal, brutal rape. You know. Yeah, no, yeah. that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then after that, the um, the the gang sort of fracture a little bit, don't they? Yeah. Um, like there's a power struggle. I think. Yeah. I, um, the other lads. I think the other lads are kind of forgettable, aren't they? But they're supposed to be forgettable. I think. In do you know who Dim is? What actor that is? No, it's uh, DL from DL and Pasco. You know, uh, <laughs> a very oh, young yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and they do another. Oh yeah, they do also bump into another gang, don't they? Who have their own outfits? Yeah. Um, in that theatre, I remember that theatre scene. You know, that yeah. wrecked theatre. Yeah. Um, it's weird how London hasn't gone through the, like, the cleaning up that it did in the 80s and 90s in this universe. Like, <laughs> like Yeah, everything's the, just trashed and horrible. And there isn't, like, a cultural, yeah. like, you'd struggle to find a shithole in London now. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. And the same can't be said for places like Paris. You know, there are loads yeah. of shitholes. 
Um, no offence if you live in Paris. Um, I think they're still there in London. They've just been pushed further out, haven't they? Yeah, like, they're not in London now. They're in like yeah, Kent. Greater, greater <laughs> London. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, and then they do a similar attack on uh, the cat lady, wealthy cat lady. Yeah. Um, and he... Who, but she calls the police. Long story short, he gets nicked. Hmm. Um, and while he's in custody, he's told that she was killed. Yeah. So now do, it's gone. I do think one thing this film, like, as far as like kind of future vision, I think hmm. one thing he got completely right is the fact that in all the houses, there's just like pornography everywhere, but as art. Yeah. So they've got like quite explicit paintings and like she's like that whole scene. She has that just that giant big dick, cock. Yeah. dick sculpture, doesn't she? Yeah. But I think Alex, that's you've got one of his parents' paintings, haven't you? His what? His parents. She's got that picture of that woman. Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's you've in, got yeah, that she's you? in the corridor. Yeah, the the lady. <laughs> yeah, the kind of seventies yes. lady with the yeah. yeah dark hair. I do have that painting. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> kind of, um, no, that's not a graphic one, thankfully. I was going to say, not um, the, yeah, no, not the... they're not the yeah, legs of Kimbo <laughs> ones. Um, but no, I think he kind of... That idea that pornography and nudity and stuff, especially, sadly, female stuff, would be a lot more mainstream. I think he kind of got that. Because I think he thought, oh, what could I do in a future society that's so violent or whatever, like, what, that would be shocking to modern mm. audiences. But I think, actually, you know, you watch music videos or you, like, TV shows and stuff, like, that kind of... Mm. softcore porn is pretty much in most I mean like Bridgington and stuff like mm. that it's pretty much in every series like Game of Thrones like it's pretty normal mm. now isn't it to see that stuff on TV when it wouldn't have been then so yeah I feel like the 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 moral status quo in the houses that you like the first couple and then mm. also this one like I don't I think it's he sets like they're the normal people he sets that up like yeah. then they're, they're they'd be what would be considered as quite liberal people in the 70s yes yeah yeah yeah. they're the kind of yeah liberal middle classes aren't they yeah yeah, yeah. but even in, like he has that crazy like jesus like like nazi salute like sculpture yeah. in his house doesn't he like mm. it's uh yeah but it's in his room though his yeah, room is separate room. the rest of the house is very different too yeah yeah his, his house like. and his parents the home life is pretty not very inspiring is it no <laughs> i love his wall of speakers though yeah, yeah. it's yeah. brilliant yeah all the music stuff's good i love when he goes to the little record shop and uh yeah. i remember that scene you know it goes yeah. like a high speed oh that's uh, the sex scene yeah the yeah, sex yeah. scene yeah. Yeah. yeah that's not yeah. so good yeah, <laughs> that's yeah for some reason just, it's just like benny hill that. that is isn't it it is yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the record shop bit looks really dated, though. Like It does, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Because it is a record shop. You're just like, yeah. did he not it's envision... That, it's that coloured plastic stuff. The light up, yeah. the... Like, yeah, what is it? The top of the pops. Like, yeah. Like, it, it just looks like from... That just looks like a record shop. They haven't really done totally, anything yeah, to it. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. It's a bit yeah. weird, that bit. But. So, basically, he gets arrested. And then I love all the stuff where he's, like, in court. I love all the stuff around, like, wherever there's a, a prison guard. I just love like when he's that one who, been... oh yeah, yeah that likes weird to go for all the stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's such a kind of sitcom character, isn't he? That bloke, like prisoner yes. of life for two like porridge. Yeah, 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 he is yeah. like, and he yeah. pulls those yeah. like weird faces all the time, yeah. like yeah. gurney. Did you notice that Austin Powers referenced this? 
What? Did it? Yeah, when he's empty in the back. Oh, the particular stunt. Oh, yeah, I never realised that. Yeah, but yeah. that's where that came from, didn't it? Oh, yeah. One uh, penis pump, all that business. Oh, that's from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, yeah. I love it. It's like, yeah, shut your filth. Shut your filthy mouth, scum. <laughs> 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 the best bit of that is when he goes to the doctors at the end and like yeah. the doctors are all like, really not bothered by it. And he, he walks yeah. into the old oh, yeah, yeah. and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Presenting Clipboard. prisoner number. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it marches down to the desk and they all stood around like, what? Or when doing? he has to sign to go there and the yeah. governor gives him the thing and he goes, sign here. And he reads yeah. it and goes, sign it, don't read it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just love all that for some yeah, reason because it's kind good. of like yeah. it's mm. kind of like it's like the difference between like a military person and a yeah and these liberal. But nowadays, if you, my dad used to work in a prison, and he always used tells me about like nowadays, like the equivalent to that now is there's li- there's zero like uh, like formality to it. Yeah, they basically oh. run the place. The the the, yeah. the the prisoners do now because a the people looking after them aren't paid enough and it's too yeah. dangerous to like tell them what to do yeah. so it's kind of like it's like a flip yeah <laughs> and yeah. they're just complete like slobs and they're just and they're now pacified to a level of slobbishness yeah. um which is interesting um i don't know what's better yeah. um i i well the well, I do know what's better. It's broken, isn't it? Yeah, it's broken. Yeah. My brother-in-law used to work in a prison as well, and he said similar stuff about how, like, it's just on the verge of collapse and not very good, really. So, yeah, yeah. But this whole Victorian vibe is oh, yeah. very interesting. Um, but is, isn't this because you've read the book, Sam? Isn't mm. this bit the whole stuff with the ch- with the like the chaplain, the the, the priest? Yes. Isn't this kind of what the film spows like its message, kind of thing? Isn't it? Isn't this the kind of isn't there something to do with the kind of Christian forgive the images of forgiveness mm. and you know man man should have a moral choice rather than being forced to be good or bad that it's about your morality your own your own choice free will isn't this I think I think it is but what I'll say is the book the film is extremely faithful to the book there's, there's oh, an extra okay. bit at the end which I'll mention when we get to the end mm, but yeah. in terms of the actual set pieces and stuff like that there's oh. minor changes like the the woman that he, he murders is a really old woman in the book. She's got mm-hmm. into cats, but she's not a fitness person. Um, but all the stuff with the, 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 the priest and the mm. prison guard, well, actually that prison guard scene's not there and he has the particulars, but all the, the dialogue between the priest and his, um, the guy who looks after him, you know, the years yeah, guy, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's all like verbatim from the book. It's exactly wow. the same. It's really, really mm. similar, um, which is mm. interesting. But like, so like, yeah, like the film, the book doesn't really present a thesis as such. It just says, oh, okay, that's as close as it gets to saying, like, this is the message, choice is what's important. You yeah, know, so. yeah, mm. yeah. But it's like they're trying to um, impose, like, a a Christian or, a like, a very straight line to him, right? And they're, And it's almost like when the minister comes down, it's like the minister and you can imagine the government are, like, pandering to maybe, like, a a constituency which is like in middle England away from like the, the urban squalor Mm. of what is reality. You see the thing, the problem with it for me though, is the morality of it is that because obviously they're saying he's in prison, right? Mm. And he's, and he's, he's actively going to church, things like that and stuff like that. And there's that scene where he's sat reading the Bible 
and he goes about how like how oh and I, I love reading the Bible because I love imagining being a Roman like going there knifing everyone and raping yeah, people yeah. And yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, the, and the fact what you're supposed to think is prison doesn't work because rehabilitation isn't affecting him right yeah, he's he still care, yeah. he still doesn't care yeah and I think I don't I think that's a really dangerous message like to say that like mm. because I, I know the film is going to have its way to kind of not have a moral choice but it, but by but by presenting him like that to yeah if you just had him in prison right and didn't have him engage with it in such a way you wouldn't be making such a moral statement you know what i mean but the yeah. fact that they are showing him going through the motions of becoming a good christian all this kind of stuff and i don't mm. agree it necessarily works but i think there's something dangerous about saying this is why you've got to go and reprogram him okay that doesn't yeah. work in the end as well mm. but i think i think you don't need to justify I think he could just because in the in the book, in fact, that is one big change. In the book, in the book, that all happens. But the way he gets on the program is that uh, a new bloke get puts gets put in his cell and he murders a, a, a prisoner, oh, and that's right. what gets him put out. So in the book, oh, it is, so it's like it is more that yeah, it is a punishment program. It's like, oh. a, it's like the last, the last, last, last string of the last oh, thing. Oh, that's do. very different. Um, then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like you say, like Chris said in the beginning, the film. The film is more pushing a line of people who are playing the system or who are so mm. manipulative. But yeah, that yeah, which is I don't it, like that. It's a very like Tory no. sort of mentality. I think that kind of like you can't trust mm. them to rehabilitate themselves because they're just <clears throat> idiot. You know. Yeah, and also it's it's saying well, prison Lincoln's... doesn't work, but this this mm. kind of science doesn't work either. So you're just leaving it with like. I'm not saying it needs to present you an answer, but it is just kind of saying, well, but, look, everything's terrible, so what's the point? We should just murder them. Yeah, but, see, but the vibe I get from it is like, it's like, a, okay, this doesn't work, but don't you wish it did? Yeah. You know, that yeah. kind of like... Capital punishment kind or of. Or it's like, someone yeah. like a liberal filmmaker like Kubrick going, none of it works. You think you're going to change these people? None of it works. I don't, think, I, don't, I don't think it's a liberal filmmaker. I don't think it's a liberal message at all. I think it's the opposite. I think it's a very conservative yeah. message masquerading mm. as a liberal film that's what I think it is maybe yeah. maybe maybe maybe, yeah. maybe. but also I read that mm. the, the guy that wrote the book was very against the like because that aversion therapy was a, is a thing and mm. he was very mm. much trying to say look this stuff just doesn't work he thought that the, uh, he thought that there was a book that was published and he thought it was like the most dangerous book ever written or mm. something like that so this book right. is like a kind of anti-aversion therapy and anti right, okay. kind of anti that way of yeah. thinking or that mm. that kind of those ideas uh yeah it's a uh behavioral psychology uh yeah he mm. said that the the john b watson and bf skinner's book anthony burgess uh said that that book beyond freedom and dignity mate printed 1971 was one of the most dangerous books ever written so he's got a real axe to grind against mm. this, against those therapies. Um, it's yeah. interesting, though, that this is all the era, though, when people were thinking about this, right, and thinking about society. Yeah. There was the Cold War, the you know, two different systems of of civilization, and mm. you know, there's it's it's very of its era, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting. Um, and yeah, so basically, he gets put on this program, which is—is is it the Ludovic technique? Ludovico, yeah. yeah. Where Ludovico they, technique. you know, I remember this where they sort of show him violence, oh. and Horrible. the idea is that they kind of reprogram his brain. So whenever he becomes agitated or goes to commit violence, he feels sick. The actual practical effect, though, of doing it is 
is so hard to watch, isn't it? I mean, the yeah, oh, it's eyes horrible. Open. And mm. also the fact when you read that the guy that's doing the drips is a real doctor because yeah. that was so dangerous, yeah. and they scratched his um, scratched his cornea. cornea. Like yeah. when they did it, like it's just like that's not really filmmaking at this point. I mean, I know Kubrick's like known for his like multiple takes and like attention, but like this is like this is why we kind of need some kind of rules when you're like because <laughs> they just tortured Malcolm McDowell basically. Pretty well. much, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like they just did it. Like what you're watching, it is as bad as it looks because it's just real. Like they're just doing it. Mm. I think as well, like. Um, it shows its age in a bad way, what it shows you on the screen here, because it doesn't show anything that... It doesn't look no. very good or shocking, does it? Whereas no. in the book, it's a lot more graphic and oh, violent. It? Oh, and because okay. it's in your imagination, it works. But on this, like nowadays, people can push it further, can't they? And it would be more yeah. horrible. So I'm yeah. glad it wasn't really. But like, you just... I don't yeah. know, you just don't really buy it. No, know, no, no, no. And that mm. whole, like again, like post-war thing of like showing Nazis like marching, like mm. this far removed from the horror of it. Yes, it's horrible, but it's not like... Mm. I can does watch that every, march and not yeah, screaming. Every pain, time he you know. sees some people marching, does that mean he like wants to throw <laughs> up? Like he can't go to any kind of military regale, like any kind of military procession. He'll just vomit everywhere. Or like, yeah. so do you think though know, this to this bit, you get the best of that Kubrick sort of, you know, the shot composition of the big mm. cinema and then all the back yeah. and the way he yeah, stays yeah. away from. Them. I think that's really good the way he, he films all that. Yeah, and that, the true. style, that style is like used so much in sci-fi as well isn't it yeah and it's um the world on the wire and things like that we watched and uh, lots of other things um yeah very interesting um yeah so they he essentially makes out that he's cured and well, he is cured, isn't he? He is cured. He still wants to be violent. He still wants yeah. to do yeah. horrible things. He just literally can't. He's he can't. Yeah. No choice. He can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. And and he returns home and he realises that like someone else is living in his house, which yeah. is very strange. Like, Before that, though, I, I love that scene with the, the little play they do. You know, they yeah, and the guy really beats good. him yeah. up and makes him lick yeah. the boot. I think the direction on that's fantastic. And the guy, you know, the oh, prison yes. guy, you yeah. like Chris, you know, in the audience, yes. and yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. they keep cutting to his face. When the woman comes yeah, out, yeah. With the yeah. rest out, and he's like, he's like moustache, he's like curling up yeah, inside yeah. his nose. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that, um, the, uh, you know, the guy, when he kicks him and beats him, he broke yeah. Malcolm McDowell's rib during that scene. <laughs> Uh, he suffered uh, the take is in the film where he breaks his rib Malcolm McDowell suffered a blood clot that was not diagnosed when the rib was treated sending him back to hospital a second time mm. so yeah the bloke again that's just like they just went for it like it yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah just actually beat him up please like if you can't touch him <laughs> yeah uh, and they show him the woman he wants to have yeah. sex with and he feels ill yeah so it's yeah good good demonstration of yeah. <laughs> um yeah, and all the the morals and ethics of all that are questionable. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So basically, he goes home, and his parents have let out his room to some rando mm. weird guy, <laughs> Joe. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. And his old girlfriend, whatever. The, you know, it's very strange. Um, and who's his old girlfriend? Well, no, no, they they like they they're like dressed up like it's like the seventies, right? Everyone used to look old. <laughs> So it's his mum, isn't it? On his parents on one side, and then like no, it's his mum. Yeah, mum. Was it his mum? Yeah, just dressed in like go-go oh, yeah, girl sort of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so then he uh does he he bumps into his old gang, doesn't he, who are now policemen. Yeah, and they beat yeah. him up. Well he first of all gets gets beaten up by the by the uh oh, the, the old Irish, people, doesn't right. he? Yeah, the the homeless. Which is yeah. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, then they yeah. they pull him out of it, the the old gang do that the police now. Yeah. yeah. Drive him off for a beating. Yeah, driving to the countryside. How do you think they film that bit with him under the water for that long? I think he a lot of that's another one I read about. So that's the flip of this. A lot of people say that he actually nearly died, but in fact there was a pipe, there's a pipe, but you can't right, see. Yeah, I so. so he's at, that was actually completely safe yeah. that scene. That's so what I, I thought, ironically, I'm... yeah, <laughs> yeah. From what you've been saying, I was thinking. No, 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 yeah, the, the, the irony <laughs> is that that scene actually was completely right. done well and safe, but in fact, it was right. The other things yeah. that really mucked him up, but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think um, there's micro cuts there that you can't see. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I don't know why they like nearly drown him and abandon him. I don't know. I mm. don't know. That doesn't happen in the book, does it? I thought, or does it? They, they take him out. Um, they don't drown him. They just beat him up in the. Are forest they police? And leave him. Yeah, they... they're police. Yeah, oh. well, it's, but it's it's only one of the, it's the leader of the bad gang and Dim. Because one of the uh, one of the one of them dies, one of the four yeah. dies oh, in the book, right. mm-hmm. um, and then then the other one, I'll, I'll tell you, the other one of those police officers is in the extra scene at the end. So I'll tell you that at the end. Oh, okay. A different ending. Cool. So and then he ends up in a house with the guy from the first attack, mm. who his yeah. him and his gang attacked, and his and new mate, his new friend, who's uh, Darth <laughs> you know Vader. Is Darth Vader? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and but the Alexander doesn't rec. Well, we're we're supposed to believe that Alexander doesn't recognise Alex from the previous attack. Um, yeah, because uh, of the mask he was wearing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but later on, when he's singing singing in the rain, I think uh, that's when uh, Mister Alexander mm-hmm. um, twigs, yeah. and then. Um, yeah, then there's this whole thing with like he drugs him and then put, yeah. plays music loud. Uh, you know what I don't understand about that bit though is that like yeah. before he realizes it's Alex, he's on the yeah. phone to his mates, yeah. Yeah. like the revolutionaries, the anti-government people. Yeah, and their plan all along is to kill him, isn't it? Because they want to they want to prove the point that he can't that he can't exist in a society. I don't mm. know. Or to, I thought it was to break the therapy to prove the therapy didn't work. Mm. Right. Okay. I, I just because they're really happy when they come to. Us. Oh no! Because oh no! Yeah. Okay. I right. like that meeting, like where his friends come round, and it's like it's yeah, like it's really this sort of elite, yeah, who are dis malcontents with the system in some way. That's actually the best bit of Malcolm McDowell acting as well. You know, when she's yeah. writing the notes down. And he's like, yes. uh, yeah. he starts, starts playing Beethoven for her. Yes. Like, yeah. no, I know, yeah. I get it. I know, yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Van. Do you know, yeah. uh, you know, you saying about David Prowse, you know the bit where he carries the wheelchair into the room? Yes. Yeah. Uh, allegedly, before that, they filmed that, he went up to Kubrick because he wanted them to do it as quickly, like, as, like do it as quickly as possible because it's actually, like, physically extremely difficult and he went up to Kubrick and he said this is David Prowse you're not exactly known as one take Kubrick are you and <laughs> the rest of the crew were horrified that he was talking to Kubrick like this but Kubrick just laughed and said I'll do it as quick as possible and they did it in six takes but even so David Prowse was nearly basically like ex- completely exhausted because it's so he's so physically demanding for him to like it's quite a long way he's got to walk and also if you yeah. dropped him yeah, yeah. Like it looks brilliant, but it is must have been a really. Imagine being thrown down the stairs, strapped to a chi- wheelchair. Like, yeah. 
not good. I like a, a, a pre-Star Wars, pre-Green Costco, David Prowse throwing his weight around. Yeah. Like nice. Kubrick. For With that Kubrick. Yeah. Boy, Kubrick. <laughs> yeah. 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 There you go. <laughs> yeah. That's probably why Lucas got him involved. Yeah. That, yeah, that story. <laughs> um, so then, uh, yeah, so he's sort of played the loud music and he sort of, sort of shown writhing around uh, but he wakes up in hospital with broken bones because he tries to kill himself yeah he throws himself yeah. out the window uh, but he wakes up and um, it's like th- this it's pretty grim hospital as well isn't it but but he I don't know he's it's like I don't know whether because the minister arrives and sort of tries to make a deal with him yeah, and yeah. I don't know. We don't again. We don't know what's going on in the wider world. Like whether is made the news. This guy, you, do, you see all the newspapers. Yeah, yeah. they show they show a shot, don't they? All the newspaper headlines about saying yeah. like how yeah, while he's been in the coma, him. it's come out that the government's done it, and yeah. They're, yeah. they're now they're, this minister's now has like got rid of Ludovico Technique. He said, yeah. yeah, that's rubbish, and he's fiercely backtracking to try and win the yeah, yeah. election by bringing, so he's trying to like uh, get make a deal with Alex, yeah. set him up with a new life. Um, which this this sort of thing happens all the time. Mm-hmm. You can see how people can go from hero to zero, then back to yeah. hero, uh, yeah. in all sorts of ways mm. in real life. Yeah. And it's basically, you know, it's all trial by media now. Um, and yeah, so then they get in, they they get in the press. So he does the deal. They get in the press, which is quite funny, and the big speakers as well, which is yeah. kind of which is kind of cool. Um, Don't you think it's a bad ending, though? I think it's a real poor ending. I think. Yeah, message, I couldn't remember this ending at all. All over the but, shop. Like I get the idea yeah. of like the government's very corrupt and will switch and swatch around like that, but like mm. that's not really what's been going on throughout, is it? It's not really been about that. And no, it, like yeah, like I said at the start, though, I, in my head, all the. All the film is really, to me, all the film is really doing is it's like, here's this character that you're supposed to hate, then you feel bad yeah. for them, and then at the end, haha, fuck you, audience, look, he didn't learn mm. anything. And mm. and I think that's clever and all, but it's almost like, it's to me, like I say, it's too busy fucking with you and being yeah. clever as a piece of yeah. art than it actually Definitely. is engaging as a story. So, mm. okay, he succeeds that. I mean, it's a brilliant piece of audience manipulation that's great for writing essays on but functioning as an in- piece of entertainment or just mm. as just a story i don't think it really works it's a mm. bit yeah. too clever in a way yeah so also it's, like the, the end sequence of how, go on. No, go on, the end sequence of how he's like having sex and it's like in it's yeah. supposed to be like cocaine or something that they're having sex yeah, in. yeah, like, yeah crazy it's like, yeah um but i think it's too it's very it's too clever for itself but it's also very simple in what it's doing which I think is like yeah. you get yeah. as soon as he goes Kubrick, to prison though. you get about what's going on and as soon as he's doing the doing the Ludovico stuff you get it a long time before you know you don't need to yeah. um, do you want to know how the book ends yeah because the book no, is different tell us so, so that that's the, the second last chapter ends exactly like the film he gets out and they give him a job and he gets a job and he's like working like an archival record place, but he doesn't actually have to do the work. He's just given a big load of money mm. to go on living. And he's gone back to the life of being a droog. And he's got a new crew of people who go around and smash stuff up. And it ends with him going out on the night to go out on a on a raping spree. And he's like, Oh, my heart's not really in it. And he he says to the other two droogs, he's like, you know, you go off and do it. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna do something else. 
and he goes to a bar and he has a cup of tea and sitting in the bar it's the other the other one from the original four druids okay. not on the police not on his dead the fourth one who is he's now 19 and alex is 18 so they're 15 in the start of the film and this guy's got married and had a kid and he's he's talking all normal like he's he's, he's dropped all the speech mm. and the wife's like laughing at alex going oh he talks all funny did you just talk like that and then at the end of the conversation alex is like oh yeah i think it's time to grow up like uh, oh, okay. I need to stop being like this. I need to grow up and get a wife. And it ends in like saying like there wow. was just a childhood phase. He was going through like this is phase of like childhood delinquency, okay. and he'd, he'd like got he'd naturally got to the end of it, mm. and was now moving on with his life. So that's really so. The message of that is just let let you know kids be kids, and they'll sort it out in the end. Is that the message of that I mean, then, or? I, I, I don't know, I guess. The thing don't as well I've got to mention don't as well is him. that you know you know the sex scene earlier on in the record shop yeah. in the book. That's two ten-year-old girls he rapes, and oh. it's an, it is an actual rape. Like they don't want, they're not because in the film it's all like yeah, yeah, um, consensual, yeah, yeah. It's not in the book, so yeah. he's a pretty irredeemable piece of shit in the book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But mm. I think it's interesting that other how much just that little ending reframes it in a way, doesn't it? The idea yeah. like he's just coming out yeah. of it now, he's eighteen. It's strange. It's, yeah, did, did it is you... interesting though because it's like goes to, like even these bad people who started doing things from a young age, so they. It's like, will they ever? Is it? Will they ever be redeemed? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Do you know who uh, originally had the movie rights to the book? Uh, Dino De Laurentiis, Mick Jagger. Brilliant. Uh, he, Anthony Burgess sold the rights to Mick Jagger for five hundred dollars because he needed some quick cash. Uh, Jagger intended to make the film with the Rolling Stones as the Droogs. But then nice. didn't and resold the rights. Uh, it says there was Ken Russell was going to direct at one point. Tinto Brass, do you know him? Like he's an Italian director known for like kind of basically like sex comedies. He right. was going to direct it, and the suggested rewrite was the Droogs would be girls in miniskirts or old age <laughs> pensioners instead. Uh, and then it says basically Tim Curry and Jeremy Irons both turned down the role of Alex. Uh, and then it kind of ended up with Kubrick, I think. But yeah, Mick Jagger uh, version of this would be. I think it'd be quite good. It'd be pretty. It'd, I mean, it, it'd just be like a big music video. I guess it'd be like kind of, yeah, like a music film. I don't know. It'd be it, a lot more sanitised. Wasn't he Mick Jagger? He could, he could act. Wasn't he Mick Jagger? Mm. Trying to think what he's in. Yeah, yeah. That. What's that film? That Werner Herzog film where he's trying to make that film with Mick Jagger in it. Seen that? They're going to. This is on a tangent. Uh, what's that film he's like in Africa somewhere trying to film it and they've like got this big boat on some logs are taking over a hill have you seen oh, that oh that sounds familiar but I don't know yeah it sounds familiar though with um... anyway sorry carry on this is <laughs> 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 mm. yeah so uh, that's interesting Sam thank you for uh, doing the literary research cheers the background, all right, background thanks for research. reading your book yeah thanks for reading it's only book. short only short yeah yeah um, I mean, for me, I thought, I think it's interesting. It's probably, it, you know, it probably, as time goes by, there's bits of it which are more relevant than others. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I like um, your uh, I like your take on it, Chris, that it's, if you think about kind of those people now that are really play the system and like that, mm. I think you're right. It's It's got a connection to modern times that I never really thought about and that makes it kind of a bit more... But also celebrity and like notoriety yeah. as well, yeah. and or like um, people that got famous through being wronged by celebrities. 
You know, yeah. like people who something bad happened to them because of a celebrity and that yeah. they're then propelled into the limelight themselves yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and do self-help books or they make a TV show about it or yeah, like yeah. that kind of mucked up way. There'd of, be a whole media element to this now yeah. if they made this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it might be, maybe it should be remade. Maybe we're, it's mm. time. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, there are some really funny, I've laughed out loud on a couple of bits, like anything to do with the prison guard I found very funny and the bit where he smashes his face into the spaghetti is quite good as well yeah Yeah. that is funny yeah Um, that whole scene just really was like more wine (laughs) more wine (laughs) (laughs) do you like the pasta he just says it like just so ridiculous isn't he (laughs) Yeah, um, and I do like the uh, the doctor guy. The years, yes. yeah. No, yes, I think good. I think it's I think if you watch it as a satire, very 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 dark comedy, I think it, you get more from it. I think that's mm. probably yeah. You, you've got to have that going in. I think. Yeah, and some iconic scenes. You know, the sex mm. scene with William Tell overture, and um, there's some memorable scenes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, okay then, guys. So, what are we thinking list-wise? I don't really do you... like it as a film that much. So, no, I think it's very good. I would say <clears throat> it goes not that high. I mean, it, I feel a bit like I feel about 1984, and that it's the kind of film I don't really ever need to. I don't need to rewatch it. It's the kind of film I can watch. Like I've seen it probably twice. I wouldn't. I don't think <clears throat> I'd ever revisit it. Mm. I think it's a lot lower down than that. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Have we th- done 2001? Th- yeah, we have. Yeah, that's, that's high up. You must remember that, Chris. 2001. That's the, <laughs> that's the controversial. Oh, yeah, that was... That was episode, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't I mean, feel, I I don't I feel about this the way I feel about 2001, don't worry. Probably our best episode. <laughs> I think this is kind of like 130s for me. Oh, okay. Because I don't think it's very good. There are iconic bits, and yeah. I quite like the Wendy Carlos bits of the soundtrack. It's kind of wild, early synth stuff. But I don't... There is that weird... I think there's a weird right-wing message in this film yes. that I can't... I just can't get out of my head. There's a weird political agenda going on that is, mm. isn't there in the book and that is kind of placed in in a kind of a Trojan horse way of like, look yeah. at this crazy violence. Shouldn't we stamp it out by... Yeah, you know, crushing the poor kind of thing. Which I think it, I, I, I think to me, a t- like a kind of touchstone is Man Who Fell to Earth. It's the kind of film that you should yeah, see. Yeah. You should definitely watch it, but I don't really it's just know not how. Very good. I yeah. don't know how well it's lived, and you know, I really like I say. I think Chris is kind of in my mind. Chris has made it more interesting, but yeah, there's just a lot you have to go on top of it to make it work. And do you, do you think it hadn't been withdrawn for so long, it wouldn't be anywhere near as big a deal if it hadn't been that? Had that, mm. that that cachet it had that idea of like it's the band film yeah. you know I, I don't think I would have bothered so everyone watched yeah. it wasn't it exactly yeah. Yeah, I it, definitely when it finally yeah. came out everyone was like oh my god Clockwork Orange you know yeah mm. I probably wouldn't have watched it early I probably would have ended up watching it for when I did film studies but I don't yeah. think I would have like sought it out as much as I did yeah. because it is yeah like it's mm. a taboo film that everyone has to see it yeah I think mm. it's yeah I think he's kind of created his own legacy with it by doing that mm. so yeah mm. Oh, that's one other thing from the book, actually. Do you know what a clockwork orange is? What it refers yeah. to? No. It's a man. Because it's the no. word orange means man, like orangutan, isn't it? Oh. Like, orangutan means man of the forest. Yeah, but it's it's a book. In the in the book, it is a book. That guy who breaks oh. into and rapes, kills the wife, that guy's writing a clockwork orange. 
Oh, okay. in in the thing, and that's oh. a book about what you're. It's what you're saying, though, Chris. It's yeah. about a clockwork human, basically. So what, yeah. what happens when the system okay. makes a clockwork human? So, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, I think you're right. I think hundred. I think hundred thirty-eight. Above or below man who fell to earth? What do you think, Chris? Are you more about this or? Thirty-eight man. Where's where's? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're right I'm not. That? I'm not. I'm not that emotional about this, to be honest. No. Um, I, th- you know, if I did a dystopian film, I did a film. What I like about it, what I quite like about it, and I think uh, that'd be the next thing I do is like a, a modern world, but like a mythology and like weird groups of people. Because mm. especially like this year, like whenever you walk around London, there's like these real mythic people like groups of types of people you see because there's no tourists it's like all the noise has been removed from london and i'm walking around i'm seeing like the magician community and street performers of like soho you see them and you see yeah yeah. and you see like the there's like an ewok village that they built in front of euston station to stop the uh hs2 uh, they've all been ripped down now by the police, <laughs> wow. but there was literally like this like tree. It was like buildings in the trees and it had like, it looked like the Ewok village. And then they built, they <laughs> dug down 200 feet. Oh yeah. That's and, swampy, wasn't wow. it? Was yeah. Swampy and his yeah. mates. So yeah. there's like, and then there's like, I just think there could be this whole, and normally it goes unseen. Yeah. Mm. There's like these communities of cleaners and uh, yeah. you know, there's, and I, I love that mythical and you can add a bit of supernatural to it as well so if i do something like this i i i i do want to connect some of the vibes from this like the warriors but with magic yeah that's what i was thinking warriors yeah 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 Yeah. i think uh and you could film at milton Keynes now couldn't you because that's still got that kind of dystopian well there's places in london still with it i'd do it in a barbican or something or Mm -hmm. oh yeah barbican if you milton Keynes has literally got a, a field full of tents where homeless people live as well just outside yeah. of like this concrete hell so it's like a real whenever i go to there i think like this is a this is a science fiction <laughs> film they're making definitely mm. yeah. so we're we saying above or below man who fell to earth i think above 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 yeah above. yeah flatliners god <sighs> it wasn't great either i watched oh. a remake of that don't bother it's terrible oh okay <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, that's your lot. We're at number 138 for Clockwork Orange. Sorry, sorry about that, Stanley. Do you know what and that was? What? That film? That was our 200th film in the list, that was. Woo! Wow. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. ridiculous. Check us out. Do you want Get a bottom five, now. top five check-in? Go for yeah. it. So bottom five, um, uh, 196 is the Star Wars Holiday Special. 197 yeah. is Independence Day Resurgence. Oh mm. my god. Yeah. 198 is Krull. Yeah. Yeah. 199, a scanner darkly. Yes. <laughs> really a lot of hate for that. <laughs> oh man. 200, and I don't think I'll ever move really, he's the lawnmower man, which yeah. <laughs> yeah. is in trouble. It's, I tell uh, you, actually, I watched a film called, oh, what's it called? Urge. I think it's called Urge, right. which is a Pierce Brosnan, it's a, a, like about a trippy drug that. Um, Basically, like lets you like it, it gets rid of it, it makes you all id or something. But he gets rid of all your inhibitions, and he was all right in it. But it was it was a really bad film. And then I just kept thinking to myself, is this worse than Lawnmower Man? And it wasn't worse than Lawnmower Man. So, like, <laughs> yeah, is. yeah. But don't don't watch that film either. 
Uh, top five. Number five is The Matrix. Mm-hmm. Number four, Jurassic Park. Yep. Brilliant. Number three, Aliens with an S. Number two, Star Wars Five: The Empire Strikes Back. And number one is Alien No S, which has been there now for almost two years. Wow. Mm. Spot. Nothing's taking it on at the moment. Wow. Mm. Cool. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so that's your lot. So what are we uh, doing next week? Is it a birthday It's selection? my birthday. It is. It's Alex's gonna, birthday. I'm going to break all the rules, because you're allowed to break yes. the rules on your birthday, aren't you? You okay. can. For long-time t- long listeners, uh, or for new listeners, a birthday film can be anything from any time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could have watched it before. It could have come out yesterday. It can be anything. Right. So, Alex, what is your pick? Okay, so I'm going to give you some clues. Very famous director. I'm breaking... This is Ready Player One. It is Ready Player oh, One! God. Yay! <laughs> I was going to oh, give no. you more clues, but yes, I insist we watch Ready oh, Player no. One. And if you are a long-term listener, this is a massive <laughs> kind of like... <laughs> this is like a massive callback to a huge argument that we've had before. It's the book that Sam literally finished and then threw in a bin. Uh, I read and just thought it was okay. Uh, but you know what? I really want to see... I just want to see what they've done with it. And... You know Have you what? not seen the film? No, I've never watched it because I thought we'd get round to it. Have but you not seen the film? No, why would I have seen right. the film? Have you seen it, Chris? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I, I was mildly surprised. I was okay. quite. I was. I quite liked it. Well, the thing is, Sam, I, w- I went in with a lot of hate. Yeah, and I think actually I'm doing you a favour because I think actually. <laughs> Fuck off, right? No, no, because if we get it done now, I think actually, right. it, you know. You know, I think we just get it over with. But yeah, so Ready Player One, that's my pick. Um, it's great. Re- Ready Player Two, the book came out just before Christmas. So oh. maybe I'll, uh, I'll brave that. that. Oh, I don't know. You don't have to. <laughs> yeah, I just thought, why haven't I... And it's, it's funny because keep, it keeps popping up on Netflix. And I just go, oh, shall I watch that? And I'm like, oh, we'll do it on the podcast. But I don't want to wait another... I'd have to wait another three years, I think. So no, I'm breaking in rules. Ready Fair Player enough. One. Here the bikes in that, isn't it? Uh, there's a lot of stuff in it (laughs) yeah there's just a lot of stuff in it and that's why I'm just going to want to watch it wow okay fair enough (laughs) anyway so there you go next week then ready player one one. yeah Uh, any communications any uh... no we'll save it for now oh okay well that's it then I've taken over signing right, off, Chris. Sorry, doesn't matter. Well, uh, yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks, guys. We did. Uh, we got through probably a classic there, which was yeah. outstanding. Um, and uh, if that's it, if that's all with you guys, I'd like to say goodbye. Yeah, you um, can say goodbye. All right then. May the force be with you. I was, oh, trying, to, I was trying to think, is there a way they say goodbye in uh, clockwork? I was trying to find goodbye, yeah, I can't find yeah. it. There must be a goodbye. Oh, you were going to do a quiz, but we never got around to that. No. <laughs> yeah. I'll, say, anyway. I'll say instead, check out my uh, my Bolshe Horror Show Groodies. Fair enough. Nice, yeah. Okay. Video you later. V- video you later, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bye. 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 I just said, check out my big tits. <laughs>